1: It is time to give my own personal list when it comes to recapping hip hop for the year of 2023. Now, if you click my link tree in my bio, shameless plug, of course, at the very bottom, well, towards the bottom, second to last, I think, you will see a tab titled what I'm currently listening to that will take you to this right here, which is another shameless plug analytic dreams video on spotify to see the video along with the audio version but basically i have my profile pulled up so you can see i have a lot of lists and it's pretty extensive if i do say so myself so you can see we have i think that's uh that's other list. but as far as for this specific playlist my public playlist oh yeah that's what it is okay as you can see I keep lists <laughs> it's one of those things where I like to listen to music and I think it comes through in my coverage it's not one of those things that I did simply because you know a lot of people have lucrative pathways it's something that I'm actually genuinely authentically engaged in and always have been immersed in the genre that is hip-hop so of course I listen to a little bit of R&B on the side so you may see that throughout a sprinkle throughout my list but mostly majority majority of the time i'm listening to hip-hop so as you can see dating all the way back to uh, 2016 i started to journal my likings of the offerings i was being given so out of the uh, plethora of of music that i've listened to the extensive amount of artists that put out or the extensive list of artists who have put out music these are the top of the top For me, so that's why I want to go over for 2023 specifically what I personally gravitate to. And it's not going to be one of those long out, uh, it's not going to be one of those drawn out awards where it's like, oh, and now the winner is, you know, I mean, it's basically going to be me giving my top 10. And maybe I'll have some of the same on y'all's list, and maybe not. And you know, it's just one of those type of things where I just want to give you a glimpse into what I believe was the best when it comes to hip-hop and R&B for uh, 2023 mainly hip-hop anyways uh starting off the list let me see if I can find this starting off the list I guess I would go to my own list but I kind of want to go to uh Genius as well just in case I want to point out a specific line which is uh which is actually something I want to do right now as oh let's not start at number one I guess that's a little anticlimactic let's start at number 10 right at number 10 we have yeah here we go at number 10 we have put it on the flow again featuring well made by Lotto produced by Go Grizzly squat beats and. In... Pooh Beats featuring the one and only Cardi B now the reason why this made my uh, number 10 list is because I think women dominated when it came to putting forth top quality music and obviously a lot of people throw around the sentiment that they only talk about certain things when it comes to topics and you could say the same about men but the difference is men's topics that they continue to stay on for for time and time again is about non-law-abiding activities like what is wrong when enjoying the things that women enjoy talking about versus uh the men whose um things they're talking about is actually taking lives and people off the streets i don't want to get too morbid because of course i'm a hip-hop cover so i do realize that this is a part of the game but i do have to say for people pointing out the women and how they only talk about or rap about or sing about sexual activities you can say the same about male artists when it comes to gun violence selling poison to the community all type of things you know i'm not getting on my dr umar tip i'm just i'm just laying that out there that a lot of people i think just have a certain type of vitriol towards women that they wouldn't necessarily have towards males and you know hey if the shoe fits you know Hey, I ain't say you was a size, whatever. But if it fits you, then hey, I guess I guess you may need to look in the mirror. So anyways, number 10, put it on the floor again with Lotto and Cardi B made my number 10. And then number nine, we have the biggest gangster in hip hop. You already know where I'm going to. The biggest gangster in hip hop. I'm just going to type it in for y'all to see. Here we go right here. And also shameless plug, analytic dreams video on Spotify to see the video along with the audio version. But the reason why this is my number nine is simply for the fact that who doesn't love some bread and butter like if you don't love bread and butter i think something's actually wrong with your mental state not really just a joke so don't get offended but you know what i'm saying bread and butter by gunna is one of the best tracks of 2023 for me which is why it came on my number nine uh which it can which is why it came on my ninth spot and i think it was a perfect track for gunner as not only was he giving us a glimpse into what he was thinking going through his situation with being accused of being a snitch but also he gave us a nice melody and chorus that we could also have that replay value and for me the biggest quality uh driven content is the ones that implement your real life like you're gonna realize throughout this entire list that artists put in their life into music is one of my favorite things to see because i think it's very lazy and shows that you're not dedicated with the art when you don't put your life experiences into music literally Music is a vessel to express emotions. And if you are using that vessel to express other emotions that you heard just because it sounds cool, I think you're doing a disservice to the hip hop community. So with bread and butter being an actual story about something that's going on in this real life, because rappers love to say, oh, that didn't happen. I'm just rapping about fictional events knowing that they are not Denzel Washington they are not Jamie Foxx out here acting in the 1960s right they are rapping about certain activities that may or may not apply to their everyday life and for some is more on the nose than others so Gunnar for bread and butter I love how he put his life into the music his situation into the music and technically Gunner had the most uphill battle because nobody wanted his album to do well I'm not going to say nobody, but his clique and his what people call groupies, as far as the A list rappers who only feature on each other's albums, they really couldn't care less if Gunna Sold. Young Thug literally has a jail call, which I don't know if it's snitching, but I'm a law abiding citizen, so I just call it tell her the truth. Young Thug has a jail call to Little Baby talking about we're going to drop the same time Little Buddy drops. And who y'all think that Little Buddy was? Anyways, so bread and butter really um, defeated all the odds. It was really a David and Goliath type storyline. The way that Gunner rose out of jail and literally became one of the hottest hip hop artists in the game with, um, let's just say F you mean, because it's a PG podcast. It was a sight to see and one that I don't think we'll ever see replicated. Gunna did what everybody thought Bobby Schmurter would have done when he came out of jail. Think about that. So anyways, let's keep going. Number eight. For number eight, we have the one and only, the, the multi Talented, if I can even spell it right. The multi Talented. Um, yeah, I still ain't spelled it right. Give me a second. I need help. Did I not spell that right? I did spell it right. Hold up, maybe I need to type in Travis. Oh, I guess I could. I should talk about my criteria, huh? Um, so basically, my criteria before we get to uh, my number seven. My criteria. Wait, is it not, number ten, nine, eight? We're going to number eight. I can't count. Um, my criteria is one lyrics, of course. Number two, repeatability, and in three, I have basically different moods, AKA vibes, because you got to have tracks you can vibe out to. Can't be listening to no lecture rap 24 seven. So I need my medicine with the candy. And that's why some tracks on here, while I may seem ignorant, always has a great message in the midst of a track. So um, yeah, that's just my certified criteria list. You know, all the other stuff I give is extra on top of that list. But basically for me, the most important thing is definitely lyrics two repeatability three of course different moves aka vibes meaning that it could fit different vibes and whatever situation you're in so if you're with your parents if you're at the club like this track specifically what I'm about to get into fits that criteria obviously because it's on this list but anyways I don't even know why I said that (laughs) obviously all these tracks fit the list but um so number eight we have Travis Scott and Beyonce Delestro now the thing about Delextro is it was the second single from Utopia and I don't know if Travis Scott would have had the run he had if it wasn't for all these features because you already know Travis Scott was actively getting canceled simply because well not simply because he had a major lapse in judgment time and time again with inciting a crowd and inciting inciting a riot which you can literally look up back in Arkansas he was arrested for inciting a riot and then years later he had a lot of other incidents with inciting riots and then the astral world situation happened where multiple people died not to make it morbid but i'm laying out the facts because i don't want nobody to forget about the astral world situation because i think a lot of people forget that you only live once and for something of that magnitude to happen we're just not gonna we're not just gonna speed past that like it never happened so we're gonna Address that as it is, and Travis Scott still needs to apologize for that. Having gave he hasn't gave a real apology to this day. So anyways, um besides that, putting that to the uh, to the side for this uh list. I did enjoy the Utopia album to the point where the show I think I del Del Resto, I think I'm saying it right. Anyways, um that was my favorite track uh, off of the album. And Beyonce and Travis Scott being together and coming up with this type of uh, quality of work is, is a sentiment towards the hip hop community and what they could accomplish if everybody wasn't beefing and the top artists actually collaborated together. I'm looking exactly at Drake and Kendrick Lamar I would say Drake and Kanye, but for some reason, every time they collab, it's just I right. like it's not nothing crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's not nothing crazy. But anyways, um, we still nonetheless would like to see an attempt to make something magical together. As music is a collaborative process, share en- energy, share vibes. I'm gonna keep saying vibes. That's funny. And um, the Del-, Del resto was one of the be- the best blends from two musicians on a track i would say so anyways yeah del resto with travis scott and beyonce um the dancey vibe with the beat the the back and forth between beyonce going crazy on her chorus and me just forever having to walk uh stuck in my head every in the background like it's just walk a couple seconds walk like you literally have to listen to the track as walk is it's it's literally mesmerizing the way that they just have that in the background playing over and over again I'm like hold up is this get out anyways let's keep going so that's my uh track for number eight and of course number seven we have what I think is the greatest duo currently in hip hop as I think if these two put out a collaborative album it'd be one of the best collaborative albums of all time and I mean that sincerely as false idols from well by the weekend for the idol soundtrack featuring little baby and Suzanne Sohn I think I said that right is one of the best tracks I heard this year of course and which is why it comes on my list and I don't know why I can't keep track of this hold on I'm gonna to go to this because I think I have another give me one second I don't know why I'm having so much trouble looking at this okay there we go i can't keep i can't count man i can't count so anyways number seven back to was saying the weekend little baby false idols it's just one of those type of tracks where it's just a match made in heaven produced by mike dean vocals from little baby actually rapping i mean i don't think people realize that little baby is kinda in a do- downward spiral when it comes to perception. Me personally, I think he's just been rapping like he's been rapping. I think it's the Lil' Wayne effect. I think people just got tired of that man with the same flow, which is what people say. But he's been rapping like that. Like even back when I was in high school, I was like, why y'all listening to the same song over and over? But nowadays, um, I think Lil Baby did it to himself. Remember back in 2020, that man had a Kendrick esque type of performance with the bigger picture and literally came out in a tweet and said don't expect that conscious rap I'd rather just stick to basically what he knows I'm like man talk about fumbling the bag so we was about to put him on the level of Kendrick he basically said he ain't built like that so now everybody's just saying he fell off well fast forward to 2023 everybody everybody is saying he fell off so I think there's a a reason for that but anyways um false idols one of the greatest tracks of the year obviously as it came on my never a uh, number seven on my top 10 list and i just think that the weekend and little baby needs to make a collaborative project like talk about saving a man's career if the weekend made a collaborative album with little baby sonically it would probably be one of the best albums we've ever heard so anyways coming in at number six on my list we have am i dreaming by metro Boomin. And this may surprise some people as it is asap rocky you know i'm a huge drake fan just gonna let y'all get that for a second so am i dreaming by metro Boomin, asap rocky and rosie off of the spider-man across the spider-verse soundtrack reminds me of um i forget what, what's it called i'm not gonna say anthem maybe it is an anthem it does remind me of an anthem type vibe because it's like whenever you listen to the track you literally think of the movie and obviously that's a, a tribute um, to the to it actually being the soundtrack to a movie but it perfectly fitting the vibe it capturing such a grandiose type of feel with the beat selection and with Metro just going crazy I think this is so high on my list simply because this man Metro Boomin took ASAP Rocky no disrespect and turns him in to the modern day Kanye West. I mean, you listen to ASAP Rocky on any type of Metro Boomin' type production and he has this man sound like Kanye West. Like, you can't tell me that ASAP Rocky rapping on Am I Dreaming doesn't sound like uh back-in-the-day graduation Kanye. And if you say he doesn't, I don't know if you ever listened to Kanye in your life because th- this is obvious inspiration. Uh, and Metro has been the only person to be able to pull that out of asap because asap put put out his a plethora of his own tracks out he he put I, I think i said out twice but he put a plethora of tracks out himself in 2023 talking about asap rocky and all of them did not sound like this so metro i'm completely attributing that to and giving him all the credit for this track and he basically 2018 lebron carried a lot of these artists that can't make their own song into making kanye-esque type music which is why am i dreaming is number six on my list so getting to number five so getting into the top five of course paint the town red now i know what y'all saying boy you going to hill <laughs> <laughs> i already i can already see the comments because i can already see what y'all saying you know talking about a song called paint the town red from a person like Doja cat is blasphemy i know but man you would be lying if you said this song not fire this song from start to finish is a vibe like the actual lyrics to i said what i said standing on it i'd rather be famous instead i let all that get to my head i don't care i paint the town red like if that ain't bars i don't know what because you notice know for the other tracks i didn't really read off the lyrics well i guess i could have for bread and butter but anyways doja cat is the first lyricist to me that ended up on this list now shout out to lotto and cardi b they also are you know great rappers but they are now on Doja Cat's level. I think it's Nicki, Doja, as far as women rap in the top two. So Doja Cat was really spitting on this track, came with a nice melody, chorus. Sonically, she was mixing it up like a Kendrick-esque, Nicki-esque type vibe. Like her vocal inflection, the way that she was switching up her tone. I mean, her voice is is built for, for rap. Like Doja Cat is one of those where she performs, and you realize that you cannot even if you had the same exact track you cannot perform it like that vocally sonically you cannot perform it like Doja does because her control over what she's giving out is insane that's why I compare it to Nikki and Kendrick because her vocal inflection the way she switches it whenever she wants I like it and um paint the town red of course ran the charts it's probably the most successful track on this list I think yeah it's, it's the most successful track on this list and um i think there's a reason for that chorus is fire lyrics are fire i mean overall doja cat is fire so it's just like hey well what do you want me to do man i guess i might throw some holy water on me after this segment but anyways uh getting it to number four of my top five tracks for 2023 we have just the memories now i went back and forth with this because technically i like nikki's whole album which we're gonna get to but with this let me go to let me go to pink friday two. um let me just go to a bigger version okay so this is the last track as you see just the memories is the last track off of a 22 track album and the reason why i picked this is my favorite is because literally a lot of the tracks off of pink friday two could probably re- replace this spot but um oh one of the other things i forgot to say so i'm gonna get back to that but one of the other things i forgot to say in my criteria is that i do not have repeat artists or else this whole list would be filled with like drake and the weekend songs but i like to have one appearance from an artist so that means if she had a feature that was straight fire like drake and j cole's track um uh first person shooters that's not on here because obviously i have a drake track as one of my favorites and you know if i can leave jermaine off i will so (laughs) anyways um so i'm not having uh artists on here twice which is why you probably see some songs missing just think if the artist is on here then that's their submission so think of whatever favorite song you have for that artist and you can place your own list but for me this is my favorite um track from that specific artist and even if they had a feature that was out of this world or a track that was out of this world I wouldn't include that as well because I only put one from each artist so for example the reason why I said that while talking about Nikki is because I had I Spice and Nikki uh Nikki's uh Princess Diana remix on my list for the longest until pink friday 2 came out and because of me having the favorite nikki song on this list i had to take the ice spice and nikki one off because she would have been on here twice so that's why my list is structured the way it is anyways getting back into my uh pick so number four just the memories literally i have this because you could swap it out with any track from pink friday 2 but the biggest difference is pink friday 2 is an experience like nikki's best album that she's ever Uh, structured and put together i think it's her best album she ever created simply simply put so number four slot is literally for any track you want to replace with just the memories off pink friday Two. but i'll put it because it's the last track of the album really puts a bow tie on the entire present that was pink friday Two, and overall nikki just really showcased that she's just one of the greatest rappers ever like of all time like she's I think she's in my yeah she's in my top 10 of all time and um i guess i could get my top 10 even though give a imagine giving the top 10 list in the midst of giving a top 10 list that's crazy but anyways let me let me go to my list right quick so my top 10 for those who was wondering is uh number one we're gonna go through it uh we're gonna go through it real quick i'm not gonna like spend too much time on it but anyways number one was jay-z of course Sean Carter, Uh, come on now. Number two, Kendrick Lamar. And this is top rappers all time. So, number two, Kendrick Lamar. Number three, I have Notorious B.I.G. Number four, I have Tupac. Number five, I have Drake. Number six, I have Lil Wayne. Number seven, I have Nas. Number eight, I have Eminem. Number nine, I have Nicki Minaj. And then number 10, I have Andre 3000. So, anyways nikki's on my list so that should already tell you the type of uh status i hold her in but with this album it really just solidified it and i think just the memories is a a great send-off to a classic body of work anyways track number three so now we're in the top three and coming in at number three we have the dark horse because i don't think nobody knows about this man and i don't know why because this man literally sold Let me see how much he sold first week. Because you know how a lot of artists were struggling to even crack 60,000, 50,000 first week? What's the album title? Hope? NF, when it comes to actually having a fan base, is one of the best. Because, I mean, obviously he's white. So, you know, white privilege. But NF, Hope, sold 122,000 first week. Compared to a lot of other albums it, it was uh in the top four one two three and then you have the drake and then you have nikki so top five um so yeah very very much a popular artist but as far as my field and my circles his name doesn't really get brought up it's interesting because would you rather want the notoriety would you rather want the notoriety and fame or the statistics and revenue like would you want the publicity or would you want the behind the scenes dollars like for nf he chose the latter he is really behind the scenes running up the numbers and he could not care less that nobody knows what his face looks like so that's not why i chose him of course hope in general is just one of the greatest albums of the the year of course obviously spoiler alert it's gonna be on my list but motto is uh my favorite track off of the album as it really captivates what he is as an artist and what he stands for and why he's so behind the scenes but still runs up the numbers with his fan base to the point where you just can't ignore it and you have to include it uh in the hip-hop discussion because if you're putting up these type of numbers not doing any type of press or media then man we have to have we have to rethink our uh marketing strategy when it comes to um hip-hop because this man nf is is running away with like all the numbers compared to most of the field like i said top five and first week sales in 2023 with this album hope but with motto being um the second single off of the album and nf has a bunch of albums out and i've always liked nf i've always said if i was to be a rapper it would have to be a mix of nf and drake because i like how nf doesn't curse but still gets his point across because i don't think you have to cuss to get your point across if you have you know um if your lexicon is extensive I don't think you have to curse so with that being said let you uh yeah so here we go NF my motto is uh my third favorite track on my list and I mean just look at the first verse I could write a record full of radio songs do a bunch of features that my label would love do a bunch of features that I don't even like just to build up the hype like he's literally literally giving us stuff that's life reflection type material where it's Kendrick-esque so nf is on that level of a kendrick i would say and which is why i think he's one of the better rappers i've ever heard in my lifetime and i'm being so serious and i've talked about him a lot he's just really a dark horse doesn't come up in a lot of discussions because he's not about the drama he's not out here doing outlandish things like um you know calling out random people trying to make more buzz for his album because obviously he's selling without making any noise so um very intriguing when it comes to that aspect but his fan base must be very tapped in with him because he really doesn't promote like that so anyways um yeah model made my top three with uh well by nf top two top two and not two no i'm just joking he is two this time but um away from home you already know the boy was gonna make my list i mean come on now Is it really a rap discussion without talking about Aubrey Graham, aka Champagne, aka Drake, aka The Boy, and also known as October's very own. So with that being said, Away From Home comes in number two for me, because if you really think about it, Drake has bars, but he knows that numbers and statistically, he wants to perform at a certain level. That man put out the extension of for all the dogs i forget what he titled it i think it was scary hours three with like two um fairy uh i forget what they call it but anyways the, the little fairies that look off of peter pan that's what it looked like it looked like two of them on the on the album cover and basically that didn't sell nearly as well as the songs that people said they hated did so i think drake has to really um stop listening to certain people when it comes to that because statistically analytically he knows what he's doing and i think this is one of his best bodies of work ever as he put up his most number one since scorpion so obviously the formula worked in some fashion and i think people who are critiquing him kind of want him to pigeonhole himself into a box so people look at him a certain way so that's why i say away from home is is the perfect i mean the perfect mixture of having a replayable song and also lyrics to go along with it i mean i've talked about this in my review for for all the dogs so i'm not going to go too much into it but basically when he starts to get into personal reflection like in uh what what was it what was it at it was the it was the oh yeah who the ceo of universal they mistaken because google say it's lucian but that don't really make sense who filling up the piggy bank who bringing home the bacon this stuff don't come on vinyl i'm still record breaking like that's that's life in itself because obviously people know that universal music group's biggest artist currently i think it's drake yeah well i think that's so disrespectful it is drake <laughs> so um him you know pointing that out is funny him also talking about his life talking about fighting over three different jasons like the matrix that was fire him talking about him not being uh a gangster what was that at? uh i think it was over here he was like i wasn't really gangster to now oh here it is no that's not it um oh yeah to keep it real i really wasn't to keep it real i wasn't really gangster to now i was living on a cloud i was quiet as a mouse i was in the club getting lost in a crowd wasn't doing what i wanted i do what was allowed that type of reflection on your personal growth i think is interesting and i do wish we would have got more of that so i'm not saying that i think it's topic matter as we will get into when i cover albums i think his topic matter was very um on a certain level, for certain ages, but when he got into his bag of grown-up rap and looking back on his life and retrospective and uh, hindsight thinking, or uh, pers- hindsight perspective, he really gave it uh, in this track that I think he didn't really have to do. He could have kept with the Ye type sound because obviously people say they hate it, but it's on the charts. How that make that make sense? So, anyways. Um, and not even on the charts, it's like his best performing track other than like first person shooter. So anyways, Away From Home, my favorite track off of For All The Dogs. But if you heard my review, shameless plug, For All The Dogs, Analytic Dream, all of these you can look up and I've already talked about it before. So that's why I'm not spending too much time on it. But basically, it's just Drake doing what Drake does the, the best to his ability. And his ability is, is by far and way leaps and bounds, head and shoulders above the rest. So anyways, but he did come in at number two. So I guess it's kind of, you know, it's, it's like a, what they call it, oxymoron? No, it's not oxymoron, is it? Yeah, I think it is. Anyways, we're just going to keep going. So anyways, uh, we're not going to do a drum roll, but I will tell you what came in at number one for me. And, you know, you may call me biased because I'm a huge Migos fan. And that's okay because you ain't going to lie, man. I'm not going to lie. Quavo's album... Tugged on the uh, tugged on the what they call the 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 heartstrings or whatever. As you could really tell, this was a sentimental album for his um. I think? I think Takeoff. Take off Uh, I can't talk. Takeoff's his uh, nephew, I believe. Nephew, uncle. Yeah, I think Quavo is Takeoff's uncle. Yeah, because you know Offset then came out and said they not even blood related, which you know Offset is his own yeah that man has his own problems so anyways uh Quavo comes in number one for me which is surprising because I never thought I would ever say that in life because Quavo with his last album he had all the industry features in the world and still managed to put out a bad album and um I forget what it was called let me see because you know you gotta give the good with the bad or you could take it without you know just have yes man but uh so anyways um Quavo Hunter when that came out in 2018 I was convinced that this man could not make a single body of work by himself sound good and with Rocket Power you know maybe it was actually powered by Takeoff as this was really one of the best bodies of work I've heard in a while and Hold Me is my favorite track from it and um it, it's just so sentimental so gut-wrenching uh so real talking about how t- Takeoff is just one of the Things that um, really impacted his life and him giving certain sentiments on how to get through it, it is just one of those feel-good type tracks that everybody can listen to and whether um, you're going through it or not, it's just really an uplifting track and um, a positive message, I would say. And um, I mean, just reading off some of the lyrics, you could probably already know what I'm talking about. But basically the the whole uh don't you feel like you can get through the hard times looking right at the dark when the light shine I suggest you hold me we live different lives and races all in different places I need you to hold me if you lost and you can't find it you ain't the only one that's been crying just pull up on me yeah if you lost you can't find it you're the only one that's been crying just pull up on me and I need you to hold me that's yeah that man was going crazy with that track and um I think it was more of the sentimental fact uh sentimental value um that got me because of course being a huge Migos fan when takeoff passed was a huge deal um which still is a huge deal so when you see an album constructed like this honoring and giving so much praise um also with this level of quality it's just a match made in heaven, literally. So um Quavo really did his thing with Hold Me, really did his thing with the entire album. But you know, that's that's for the next segment. So that's my top ten list to go over it once more um let me see let me go back to my playlist so to go over it once more which is already if you want to listen to it right now it's on my link tree just uh, click my link tree in my bio is at towards the bottom it says what i'm listening to and it has all my playlists and this is one of them and as you can see it's my top 10 right here number 10 i put it on the floor again featuring cardi b and uh made by lotto bread and butter came at number nine by gunna del resto by uh made by Travis Scott featuring Beyonce. False Idols coming in. At number seven with the weekend featuring Little Baby. Number six, Am I Dreaming? Uh produced by Metro Boomin featuring ASAP Rocky and Rosie. Number five, Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat. Definitely gonna need some holy water after that one. Number four, Just the Memories by Nicki Minaj put out a classic body of work. Literally. Number three motto by nf the dark horse of the hip-hop industry puts up numbers but never wants to show his face it's like the modern day academics it's it's really crazy number two away from home by drake he puts out certain things in the community that's just leaps and bounds above everyone and i just really want people to realize that we should not take drake for granted because i'm not gonna lie to you hip-hop needs drake at this point the way that hip-hop performed in 2023 just think if drake didn't drop he had the biggest numbers food for thought anyways and number one overall hold me by quavo call me bias you know what i mean but hey i was a huge migos fan takeoffs passing really um had an effect on quavo obviously and offset and for him to come out with this body of work honoring his nephew uh it was just it was just really really well done and executed uh efficiently and hold me which is my favorite track from that album so that is going to be and overall it's just a, a it's just a general uplifting positive track so it comes in at number one uh for my top 10 list I- ironically a positive track comes in at number one for my hip-hop list so anyways um, click my link to my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think about my top 10 tracks of 2023 what do you think uh, I should have had on there what do you think I should have left off and what is your personal favorite track of 2023